me, Tom Hamlet, and um, of course, uh, I am joined by my sister uh, and co-host, Kix. Hi, Kix. Hi. Um, what a weird <laughs> episode of The Bachelor. <laughs> Um, first of all, I thought you were going to ask me how I am, and then you were pausing. I know how you are because we're on a family chat, yeah. so we weren't um, even we're gonna just going to because I, I too am in the same spot. So uh, before we get into like everything we need to talk about today, I just want um to like talk about our journeys with this episode because never have we had to cover a three-hour episode. One episode was three hours. Do you understand? Tom, just to be clear, never have we had to record our record a five and a half hour episode honey because we didn't watch last week oh my god i forgot that we didn't cover that oh no okay well well okay i'm getting ahead of myself i guess what we should do is say hello yes, to the hello. listeners i'm getting ahead of myself because i'm ready to get the season over with which is just 40 minutes away from from us right now we're so close i wonder if our like listeners are just like god i can't wait to hear tom and kicks talk their opinions on the wrap-up of the season, because never have we ever finished a Bachelor season. No, never <laughs> have we finished. And I do see the numbers, and a lot less people listen to our Bachelor recaps. So. Is it worth sharing what we talked about in our text messages today? I've had such a day that I don't even remember what we were talking about. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 no. I want to read a review oh first. yes yes okay. yes how could we forget <laughs> so welcome to this episode of dumpster dive um obviously it's a bachelorette coverage and we're happy to have you and we're also happy to um just have it be at schools tonight yeah we're, we have no guests today it is just uh the the two of us um and our respective pets in the background um and yeah we just figured it would be nice to wrap up with with the two of us because we wanted to do that and also um we can never find people to talk about <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's like sometimes i'm like oh god i wonder why and then i'm like oh god i know why i know why it's so time consuming and like it's the only person famously the most time consuming thing i talk about every single week when we record these this episode covers the amount of time we cover in one week of Bravo on this podcast. But sometimes it's three shows. Right. And I just, okay, we're, once again, we're still getting ahead oh of ourselves. Oh my God, we have to read we, a review. We, we do. So last Friday, we launched um, our new Patreon tier, which is uh, $1.99. And for $1.99, you get all of the audio of our bonus uh our recaps, our bonus recaps. And then for $4, you get both the video and the audio. And then there's an $8 tier for anyone who just wants to pitch in a little bit extra if they're in a spot where they can do that. And all of these tiers, by the way, once again, you can adjust at any point in time, whenever you want. So if you're like this month, I want to catch up and pay $4. You can do that next month. You can adjust it, right? All of this just goes to support the um, production of this podcast. Kix and I are not on a network. It is just the two of us doing everything here. So it just helps us pay for our Zoom, which we have to pay for. We pay for um, our equipment and all that stuff. So um, just to add to that. So if you are paying for only the audio, you're in luck. Because while we cover the America's Next Top Model recaps, we also save the images that we talk about on our story on Instagram. Which, by the way, if you don't follow us, that is Dumpster Dive Pod on IG. Yes, do that. Also, we have a Twitter, but we'll talk about that in a second. So, yes, we have saved in our highlights all of the ANTM photos. To be totally frank, they're blurry as fuck, but that's what you get. <laughs> The show came out 20 years ago. They'll, they'll, you, you'll be fine. Um, so, yeah. But then if you're like, hey, none of that works for me, but I love you guys. The freest way to support this podcast is by rating, reviewing, subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the places. Reviews on Apple Podcasts. Five-star reviews is how we get our name out there. So, and when you review okay. us, let us know what reality TV made you a dumpster diva. Yes, and any feedback on the pod is welcome to. We just ask you rate five stars, and we'll read it on the podcast, which is about to happen right now, right? So uh, today's review comes from uh, Amy Housewine Beach. Now, we do know this person, but I thought that we did deserve to read their review. Um, so Amy's uh, subject says, all the stars, exclamation point. 
I knew them when dot. Oh, just period. <laughs> Y'all, I'm loopy today. Uh, watch what happens. Dive. Oh my God, my picture of Bravo spinoff starring Tom and Kicks with Tim and Marion behind the bar. Amy, we That's are using genius. that. Genius, genius, genius. Should we change our Why bio on Instagram? Why did we not name the podcast that? We're going to change the bio on Instagram. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, we'll certainly don't do that right now as you get your phone. <laughs> Let's take a moment to like talk about a larger scale business decision. <laughs> And then after they say, after Amy puts that great pitch in for us, uh, she says, they're that good. Well, Amy, thank you. Amy, we love you so much. Shout we out. We love you so much. You've been a listener from the beginning. And which brings me to my next point. Why did you take, why would it take so long to write a review? Okay, honey, we, Amy, we still appreciate your review. We do. It's just, you, you have exposed uh, yourself as not following our instructions. No. Oh my god! I don't mean to start feuds, but I'm I, and I'm gonna talk super vaguely right here. I met a podcaster, and I did what I thought was the absolute most generous thing to do. And I said, "What's your podcast?" And they were like, um, "Don't say it." I was like, "I oh, uh, no." So I was like, "No, I'm not gonna say okay. that." Okay. I was like. <laughs> I have a podcast, like a, a mutual friend had introduced us to like network a little bit. And they're like, I have a podcast. And I was like, that's amazing. Like, nice to meet you. And they were, we were swapping podcast stories. And I was like, wait, what's your podcast name? Pull up an Apple, Apple, fi- click the five stars, write a quick review. Love it. I've never heard the podcast. I just want to support them. Sure. And then I put my phone away and to which they go, thank you. <laughs> Where's my review? Hmm. <laughs> Should you take it back? Should you take it back? I literally <laughs> walked away a couple minutes later. It's like, <laughs> this is not for me. But um, yeah, so that happened. Um, but do rate us. And I hope that they read uh, my review I wrote, despite them not leaving one for us. <laughs> um, but uh, we should jump into The Bachelor at. So once again, briefly, I want to say we did not cover last week because we were confused by our queen icon legend Tasha was not super clear with us about what the airing schedule was. I, I, I would love to play back the tape. She quite literally said, and you'll find that out on our three hour finale on August. Which 9th. I'm interested in. I'm glad you brought that up because based on one comment they made during that, the like after the final rose in this episode that aired on Monday, um, she made a comment, which I'm not sure that she was supposed to, but she was like, um, we saw Michael go home. We saw Michael and Katie talk today, and now we're about to bring out Greg. So they filmed after this after the final rose at the same time they filmed Mantella. No, no, no. That can't, That's not true, though, because... No, that's the- literally true. She says it. She says, we saw Greg go home. Uh, we saw Michael and Katie talk just moments ago. And now we're about to see Katie. Are they in- wearing the same outfit? No. Because I... No, but I, no, I, no, no, no. I assume that they filmed it all in one day because of this one little tiny comment she said. I, like, want to believe you. I don't... It's, it's, it's I'm not believing what she said. I just can't imagine from a production standpoint that they could fit all of that in one day. Like, that's a lot of footage to get in one day. And they're not as efficient as our Bravo um, editors and production team, as we see, because they have three-hour episodes about nothing. About. So, briefly, last week, what did happen that we did not talk about is that we see Greg have a full mental breakdown. Now... We're, we're going to really kind of skate by this because that episode was also a kind of a snooze fest. It just had this like like penultimate moment of Greg leaving uh, the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. He essentially says to Kate, says to Katie and his own family at the hometowns that he like loves her. And she is like, here's the thing. Like I have to go to another like hometown. Like I'm not trying to like tell everyone that I love them. And again, another little comment that I heard is that I do think Greg's hometown was before someone else's. Based on based on the fact that he said something like 
like your next hometown. He said something in there. So I'm curious I to know. like, I, I've, I just I've think slept and drank since then. I can't remember. <laughs> that was a week ago. Speaking of that, I am having rosé on a Tuesday. So. Okay, great. It's Lindsay Hubbard's birthday Eve, I guess. So cheers, cheers. rosé. Did you have a sandwich? No, I didn't. Um, so yes, Greg has a breakdown in what appears to be a janitorial closet with Katie <laughs> where they had no cameras and essentially there's just a lot going on here that I think we'll, we will never really know about because it has a lot to do with production and I frankly don't really care. Um, but Greg kind of revealed his full car- hand of cards and that is that he's, he is a fuck boy at heart. So I think I did believe him up until the fact that he was like, what I didn't like is that you specifically said, you're going to be here tomorrow. I'm giving you a rose. And what I think went through his head at in the moment was like, I need this woman to tell me she loves me because I'm freaking the fuck out. And she was like, I literally can't because I'm not going to say that when I have two other men waiting for me, which I respect. Yeah. And I really do think she had feelings for Blake in that moment too. Like, and yeah, I, I, I don't get why I think I here's here. I just going to fully psychoanalyze him based on looking at Greg's family. OK, I want to take a moment about this. You can tell Greg. Is like the hot younger brother that has gotten everything he has like he was probably like star athlete as well as star of a high school musical. Right. Right. He had yeah, he girls. looks like he would be very he smart. Had probably very intelligent. He He's one of those people that in life that gets everything. Like, you, we all know them. I can name, like, ten off the top of my head that who just, like, fall in to everything. And they're just good at everything. And you spend your life war- wondering why the fuck you can't be good at everything like they are. And it's just, that's... God is fair and something will, will crack later. But like, like he's just one of those people. And I don't think he's ever entered a room where he didn't win. And so like seeing that, like he had any form of competition, I think truly wrecked his ego and he could not handle the idea that he would not be the number one guy in this group to quote Jax Taylor. And so it's just, I felt long story short on my end, I agree with what you're saying, Tom. I also felt that, like, I was kind of leaning on Greg's side a little bit on this up until he started, like, just not letting Katie apologize and not letting her understand how she was wrong or, frankly, not letting her be right. Like, there's no... This relationships, famously, are two-way streets. So it's like the fact that she was weeping and being like, tell me what you need from me. And he's like, I need nothing from you. And she was like, no, like, I want this to work. I love you. If we can't get through, I don't blame her for saying if we can't get through just one miscommunication, like we weren't going to work anyways. Like she said that after the final rose, but like he's I don't know if gaslighting was the right way to describe it I just think that he was like pretty much fucking with her head and which is I guess well, part is of gaslighting. gaslighting but yeah yeah no he he, he, he did he, gaslight her like he made up yeah. a situation that didn't happen but on paper it did and that's what but I mean it it's like on paper no on paper she said those things but off script they're on a reality tv show so like no but she didn't what did she do wrong when he said that he he loved nothing that's what i mean is that he's not he's mad about what she she said no no but what what he said is that she was aloof and i don't think she was aloof at all you're right i don't think she was aloof at all and before i watched the episode i kept seeing people being like well he confessed his love and all you said is that like you like the he you like to look at him it didn't really play like that it to me like she was like really really thinking about how can i say that i want this man at to be my husband and to be here at the end but i still have two guys and one of them i really really like yeah i i i don't know he's an asshole but he but he threw a full hissy fit and and left so 
we get to this week's episode, and before we chat about what happened um, during the Titanic of Bachelorette episodes, um, the same same length, just to recap everyone. You spent the same time watching two people stare at each other as you do watching the Titanic. <laughs> um, no, but... So you know, stupid. Kix and I... So fucking Here's the thing. And once again, just to loop back to our earlier conversation about um, compensating us with your reviews or your or your coin we both have um <laughs> jobs outside of this that do not um mm-hmm. the venn diagram of that those jobs don't cross over into media or re- reality television and so we don't necessarily have time all, all the time to get in the shows when we need to especially mm. especially especially when they're three hours long so i want um <laughs> i want my how the tables have turned what the how fuck are i'm you always saying? one it's like <laughs> i always watch things late and i'm like fuck i have to watch this late and you're like just watch it when it comes on tables have not been turned i'm on, de- on a deadline at work okay <laughs> i know and i never I'm bitch giving you about shit. that on here i know that's true can i now read what we correspond please go on? ahead 2 p.m today which is tuesday uh tuesday yes. Tom says, looking forward to telling you how I, in quotes, watched this week's Bachelorette. Some would say I'm consuming it as a radio play. <laughs> I said, title of ep, Bachelor the Radio Edit. <laughs> not because a radio edit, because it's not going to be short. No, but the um, my viewing of it was short. So I said, to be clear, I certainly didn't physically watch the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, something that I... A, a kind of a new frontier uh, in television consumption is some TV you can turn into a podcast <laughs> if you just don't look at the screen. <laughs> so you can just kind of put your phone in your pocket and put your AirPod in while you're sitting at your desk in your office and people think you're listening to uh, uh, R&B flow, R&B flow, workflow, like playlist or something to be efficient. Meanwhile, I'm listening and not watching, listening to... <laughs> Blake talked to Aunt Lindsay, which we (laughs) will get into that in a second. I actually did watch Aunt Lindsay, a.k.a. Melissa McCarthy and Bridesmaids. If if you could watch anything, that would be the 10 minutes I would tell you to watch. So so let's get Justin out of the way. So quickly, Blake and, and Katie have a really great date. And after and and have a bone session all night long, which we'll kind of get more into that in a second. Yeah. It's overnights, by the way. It is yeah. overnight sort of, but it wasn't even really fantasy suites because it was just kind of like one. It, it ended up just being one person. Yeah. So he uh, uh, re- really nailed the fantasy suites. I'll let everyone's mind run wild um, with that. And apparently they did it a couple times. How do you know that? She said, well, one, once again, you clearly didn't really watch the whole episode because she said that to Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> we found the first part you didn't watch. <laughs> okay. When she woke up the next day, I was like, damn, that bitch got fucked good because she looked so relaxed. She didn't even had time to take her makeup off. The whole, I, I do not like Blake He's always like, when Don't whenever like anyone asks why he likes Katie, he like literally like bites his lip and he's like, "There's just something about her." I'm like, "That's not like he fun. could ejaculate any time of the day." Right, like the reason they Think, fucked without even touching right, his. Right, the dick. reason they fucked three times is because he he lasts probably like ten minutes each time max. See, I don't know. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt here because like, he's. I don't know. I have a feeling he's probably a good lay, as the kids say. But I would say that he's so horny that um, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, putting on jeans turns him on. (laughs) Yeah, the wind blowing past his penis head makes him come. (laughs) He just, like, and then, like, he's, he, and then later in the tell, he's like, I just love her because she's so open and i'm like oh, oh no no he said like, that to aunt Lindsay. Like, he, aunt Lindsay was like why do you like him because she owns a vibrator and he goes no look <laughs> she's so open i'm like i can't so, so yes. yes 
Once again, I still want to do a, a do a test on everyone, every cast member of the season of The Bachelorette's definition of sex positive because I bet you zero of them will understand what sex positivity means. And once again, sex positivity does not mean. Once again, sex positive, sex positivity does not mean you like sex. It just means that you. And like to fuck around the clock. No. Like, it, yeah. it means you are pro-sex work. It means you are pro, like, talking about sex, normalizing the conversation around sex and around, like, the autonomy, having autonomy of your body, right? It does not mean Bone City every minute of every day. But, yeah. So, Justin uh, doesn't end up getting his uh, fantasy suite and date because he, uh, because Blake laid it down too good. So, <laughs> so yeah, Katie breaks up with him on this little petite patio gazebo thing. She, I think she does a really good job too. I think so too. And like jumping ahead to when they talk at the, after the final rose, I appreciate them bringing kind of like being really honest about production and being like our edit essentially was bad. Like they were like, they didn't really show much of us, but they were like, I want it to be clear that we had an incredible relationship and like everything was just so positive. And we saw a lot of each other because like, I think a lot of viewers, including us have talked about, like we felt Justin was kind of like a, just where did he come from? Yeah, like kind of in Big Brother. What is it called when they make it to the end? Uh, floater. Yeah, he was a floater. <laughs> <laughs> and so I and he does ask her. He's like, "Was I there just because like there was no one else?" And she said, "No." And I do believe that. Like I do believe that, but also kind of. <laughs> I think he's a nice I think, guy. And- yeah, because if he wasn't, if Michael A. and um, Greg didn't leave, like Justin would have been gone forth. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think he would have made it to um, to fantasy suites yeah. if it wasn't for a process of elimination. But I also thought it was really weird how upset she was in last week's episode, like at him for his family not being there for hometowns. It was just. It was really. She got. She got very upset. She was like, like in a way where I'm like, you were like, this is not his fault. Like. It's not his mm-hmm. fault his parents don't want to be here on hometowns. Like, like, it's not normal. Yeah, like, this whole I thing mean, isn't normal. There's so many factors to this. It's like, okay, on the regular, quote-unquote, seasons, they go actually go to hometowns. Right. This season, they have to quarantine. They have to get yeah, tested. Just, Even if they don't have to quarantine for two weeks, they still have to quarantine for three days. Yeah, there's a lot so that goes into... So they two negative tests. Qu- right. And, that's like a lot of time to take off work. Yeah, there's just a lot that goes into being on this show in a pandemic. And she, I just thought she was a little unreasonable with that. But um, yeah, so we, we get like a, at, after he gets eliminated, we go back to the studio and we get him there with Katie. They have a great chat and we get a hilarious little montage oh of God. all of his insane looks to camera, which I was fucking actually. Cackling. Yeah, it really was funny. He is so animated and I know he will find someone and treat them amazing he is a great guy and we we love i want to just send all the love to justin because he is one of the gems out of this season it's also endearing to see like his friends be like he's never been this like outgoing yeah and like it's so like i mean not to say that he's like in his element on being on tv but you can tell that he like likes the attention in not a negative way. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I'm good at this. Yeah, like, he, and like, yeah, you know, he was like the, you know, he, he had to have been like the quiet jock in school. Like, there was always on the team. Do you know what I mean? Those, those like football players that like didn't say words, but they, but they were really nice. <laughs> but they just like yeah, yeah, hung yeah. back in the background. Like, he feels like one of those who's mm-hmm. never gotten his like shot to be Time to the shine, hot guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he's so handsome. And once again, all the, all the love to him. Fucking hilarious. I just liked him talking. He's like, I didn't even know that people have told me I was expressive, but I never obviously watched myself. Right. So. <laughs> so we get so so this part. So up until then, I was like, this is this episode is fine. Like where I'm having a good time. And then that was essentially like at the end of the first hour. And then we had two hours of absolute nonsense. OK. And 
in the midst of the nothing, we do get. However, in the midst of a nothing, right? We get we do get to meet a character. In the midst of a nothing, kicks you must stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we get to meet a character named Aunt Lindsay. And I'm feeling lucky as um, Bachelor Nation haters to have finished the season to meet her. She was worth it all. You know, sometimes with these home, when when we get to meet families, we sometimes we really do get to meet gems like like Peter's mom. I was about to say Peter's mom. (laughs) Go get her, Peter. Oh my god! What an awful season! Has there been a good season? I'm, I'm honestly at the point yes. where I'm like, yes, there has. Because Justice for Caitlyn season, not Justice, because it's famously one of the best. Okay, I always say I'm gonna rewatch it or go back and watch it, Why? and I just never do because oh, oh, oh. It, once again, it's it, it's just a lot of content. But um, so so Aunt Lindsay is uh Katie's aunt. Uh, Blake is the only person left. Gets to meet uh, her family, and um. It's she's famously raised by mostly women because she sadly lost her father um, a couple of years ago. So she's a strong pack of women around her. And these women are strong and I love them. I love her mom and I love Aunt Lindsay. And I also just love what they talk about, too. They're like they're like, Blake, just to be totally honest, we don't need you. So Lindsay and I just like that energy Lindsay a lot gives full Megan, uh, aka Melissa McCarthy's character in Bridesmaids, she literally like I wouldn't have been surprised if she had lifted up her leg and said, "Feel the heat in my undercarriage." <laughs> See, here's the thing: to me, she was like Melissa McCarthy, if like in Bridesmaid had a sister, because she was so much. Yeah, she, she had more grit. In, she was in, Melissa McCarthy yeah. is so like so kind in that movie, and she, and I don't know mm-hmm. that I would. I I think Aunt Lindsay is kind because her intentions oh, are. Katie described her as cold. Well, right, but no, but but I, I don't want to say she's not <laughs> kind because she cares so much about Katie. Oh my god! But like, yeah. but like, she's not. She's certainly not one of our warmer she characters reads, on this planet. Or, yes. Yeah, she reads not warm, and she's essentially <laughs> like, "Hey, so um, you you want to just like be with Katie because she like likes vibrators?" And he's like, "No, I I like think she's open, like we said earlier." And then she's like, "Well, just so you know, we we like literally don't need you." <laughs> yeah, like uh, Katie doesn't need you. We don't need you. Also, you're like like gonna be long distance, so like technically she doesn't need you either. Yeah. It's just like it. She was saying everything that like Batch Nation. Well, no, I shouldn't say Batch Nation. That you and I think that because yeah. we're not Batch Nation. Like, how are they going to work? Because he lives in Canada, and then is split half time between like traveling the world for like incredible reasons and what was like that. Though I never ch- heard about Africa. Ha- yeah, he talked about it before. Okay. But um, no, she's really the star of this. Honestly, this last half of the season. <laughs> yeah, the back half of the season, I need a little more Aunt Lindsay in some more episodes. And I, yeah, I'd like just... Aunt Lindsay to come to paradise with us. <laughs> Aunt Lindsay and Katie's mom are like such an, a great pairing as sisters because like Katie's mom was so like warm and just like deep and like. I love you. We you don't need this man, but if you love this man, then let's have him join our family. But you don't need him. Just like sliding those things under. But then like Katie literally was like, "Yeah, this is my aunt and she's cold." <laughs> and yeah, we did she did deliver that. So Aunt Lindsay in the end doesn't like Blake, and that's okay. And she probably still doesn't to this day that's because fine. we then find out later that um they're watching this live and don't know what the outcome was in the end because she was scared that they would tell people aka she's scared of what Aunt Lindsay would say I think um but we then after this Aunt Lindsay moment and mom moment we essentially just get these like insular scenes of them just like staring at each other being like what do you want to do what should we do it's just like because we don't have another player in the game there's just like not a lot to do that I'm like why on earth did you not just make it the next day do the thing and just like make this episode two hours long. 
We, we, literally an hour was Blake sitting with Tasha and looking at rings. And and Tasha was like, this first of all, you're my ex-boyfriend. Second of uh, all. I forgot about that until you just said that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yes! We missed, we didn't mention the best thing that Aunt Lindsay said. She goes, so you, you've been dumped like three times at this point. <laughs> Oh my God. I had to, my, so I was, had it on subtitles because I always do like an old lady and it froze on the subtitles froze, but the, everything else kept playing for like maybe 20 minutes. And it just said, so you failed at this two other times, question mark. And it was just Blake's being like, uh, I mean, it's pretty embarrassing. Granted, it wasn't his fault that he did two other times. He only signed on. For one time. But it is his fault for saying I love you to two other women. And never forget, he did get a boner with Taisha on that. Remember that that weird date they went on where he got that huge-ass boner? What's even weirder is that Bachelor decided to fucking air it. I felt so... Okay, as much as I don't really care for Blake, I did feel bad. That's really... That's him. Oh, I, I think you feel bad word, for Taisha. I don't feel bad for Blake. I feel all bad he for does both is talk them. about how he wants to like, just like put, put his, his dick, dick in, in any hole he sees, <laughs> man, woman, or drywall. <laughs> Not drywall. Can't you see him being a glory hole? I mean, a man? fleshlight, maybe. I don't think there's any <laughs> hole too big or small for him. <laughs> But we get this Dad if you're listening to this Do not look up Fleshlight weird scene Or Glory Hall We get this There's no way he knows what that is We get this weird scene Where Taisha Once again reminder His ex-girlfriend Sort of um, Oh Blake was a finalist On her season So No he wasn't He made it to like top five Is that what you call a finalist? I don't know (laughs) It was It was Zach And it was um uh, that other guy. Brendan. I don't know. Um, <coughs> he certainly wasn't a finalist. Um, he didn't even make it to hometown because <laughs> he never met his family until now. Okay. No, but I'm just saying that he went pretty far. I think because it was a process of elimination. Sort of, he, he, he had a big Justin vibe of, that. like that season because he was huge for, for what's her face. What's her name? Claire. Claire. He was obsessed with her. Remember? Cause she, I she also they, yeah, likes I was to like, bone like it. he likes to bone. Yeah, And then with Tasha, it was like, mm. I think they had friend vibes, but like he just kind of kept staying there because like other guys were worse than him. And then similar to those other guys on this. I mean, that happens every I'm just season, saying actually, he's similar to Justin in the trajectory of, of, of his storyline, not his not his heart or his, his his eyeballs. Or his dick. OK, well, we need to, we need to keep this train <laughs> moving. So I'm very I'm active listening no, I know you are. We just we have yet to find our footing here on 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 a through line. No, so once again, we get this bizarre scene with Tasha and Blake, and Blake essentially like freaks out and walks away, and we kind of get this like fake out that he's gonna like not propose, and Tasha's like, "Hey, dude, like this is kind of weird. Like <laughs> you need to like if you figure d- out if you're here for her because this is it. Like we're here." I was living for Tasha this episode. Same. She was like so over Speaking him. Speaking of getting fucked right, Zach lays it down for Tasha because she has never been brighter or happier than she is <laughs> I, both on the final row, after the final rose and hosting. Don't you think? I love she just her. Has this, she has this like brightness to her that she didn't have on her season as Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I get it because mm-hmm. I, I loved Zach from the beginning. Yeah. I bet he's, mm, we're not going to talk about dicks Great. anymore. Keep going. So we get a lot of fake outs from all parties. And essentially what happens is the final rose happens and we get a very weird speech from Blake where Which, he was like, I want to, uh, he was like, I'm like, are you going to watch this back and think this was a good speech? Cause he, he goes, I want you to have the best life possible and I'm going to be there to like, make sure you're happy but he said it in a way that it was like as like a friend like do you know what i mean like he said it in a way i was really expecting him not to propose i know like he the way he was talking about it, he was like and like i just want what's best for you and i don't know that i he oh he said i don't know if i can do that or something like that and it's like wait yeah it was like 
some there's some definitely interesting producing happening because I would be curious to know if they coached on him in this with on the fake out in a speech because it happens almost every fucking season except like Tasha season because Zach was like uh, if I fake this out I'm a fucking idiot so. But, like, every season, I feel like there's some kind of, like, kitschy joke in there. But, like, I don't... I'm honestly shocked he proposed. I thought I was, like, wait... I was waiting for him to be, like, I want... Like, grab a rose out of his, like, lapel or something. And be, like, will you accept my final rose? Does that happen where they don't propose? Yeah, it happened on Matt's season. I know, I didn't didn't finish it. Yeah, I didn't either. But but does it happen... It happens, like, Does it happen in the reverse, like, on Bachelorette? Um, not that I they don't really give roses, you know. Yeah, it's like they essentially at the end will tell a guy not to propose. Like, why do you have to? Too is like the next thing, and you know, I I have my whole like thing on weddings where I'm like, why does everything have to be big, and also why does everything have to be like rushed, right? Like. In life, we have so much time. And if you're committing to being with someone forever, you have so much time to get there that, like, why Mm -hmm. does an engagement ring need to happen after six weeks of knowing each other when if you really do love each other forever, why not just be like, let's be partners for now? And, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so two things. Like, JoJo and that white guy, I can never remember his name, but he's he's brothers with the, thank you, football player. Um. I think that they, I like how they did it. Like they got engaged on the show and then they were like, we're not getting married anytime soon, but like, we're also going to get engaged in real life. Yeah. I think, I think sure. Like, I think that's great. I just want to, I just want Caitlin and Sean, while they're didn't work, did a similar thing okay. of like, we're going to, they dated for like four or five years after they got engaged. Did they and they and never like, ended up getting married. Is it what happened? No, because they like they both broke up. They broke up with each other. But like again, it was like the mo- the thing of like, I think they realized that they they took it for what it right. was. And so this is a throwback. But Sean Sean Lowe's season, um, they he has talked about his like producing that he was coached with like during the season, and Chris Harrison essentially told him at the end of like listen we're giving you a ring we're giving you the proposal of a lifetime like just do it that's true actually the ring the ring though that is that makes it that is a good point and so that's like that's what i will give them is like i mean recently they have their proposal has their proposals have been like less of a huge ordeal um but like on the older seasons the proposals were like in thailand on a floating dock with flowers and you know this whole thing and so like what sean was saying is like just do it like you're not signing a paper and i and like i don't know i not that i think i would say i would agree to that in the moment but there is a level of like if you want the wedding you want the big deal you want the like big memories that come with this huge proposal like there is a level of like well, this is going to be pretty fucking epic if it works out. Yeah, that's a good point. I just think, I think though also like when, when you do get proposed, like when you do get engaged, like there is an expectation regardless of, regardless of how you want to do it. Right. The world though will have an expectation. will judge you for a five year engagement. You know what I mean? And, and that goes from press to even families. Like, like, and part of me would be like the last thing I would want is to have like the world constantly asking, well, when is the wedding going to be? Do you know what I mean? So, yes, you are correct. Again, I'm going to have to be devil's advocate here because I think that there is um, I'm going kind of contradicting what I said, but it's like when you get engaged, you're getting you're getting engaged to be married. So there's a level of like, now we're engaged. So the next step is marriage. So it's like a weird boundary of like, from when you're dating to when you want to get engaged. Everyone's like, when you're getting engaged, when are you getting engaged? And so then when you finally do, when you're engaged, obviously the wedding's coming. 
And so like, I think I can't, I list, I heard this on something and someone was talking about it. It made so much sense of like, you can't get mad at people for being like, well, when's the wedding? No. When like, that's the point of wearing a ring. Well, I agree, but th- an engagement ring. No, no, yeah. I agree. But like my point though is yeah. like, that's, but that the world, regardless of how you view it. Right. The world still has expectations because we live in a society that has rules for weddings. Instagram expectations, too. Yeah. And they're doing it on television. So, like, the world Mm -hmm. is literally there's going to be tabloids regardless being like, like, Caitlyn and what's his face still. I'm sure there were tabloids that were like Caitlyn and what's his face still engaged. You know what I mean? Things like that. Oh, absolutely. Which I I mean, I'm I'm not secure enough in like my like, like I'm not I would not handle that well. No, same. It would make me want Literally to not same. be married. Yeah. It would make me want to just be with the person. So. Yeah. I like, don't know. It's complicated. Fuck you. Yeah. It's complicated. But again, I see, I truly, long story long, I do see the sides of like, I just get engaged. Like, because you're going to have this story and you're going to have this big thing. And if you really do see each other together, then who cares? So I just had a thought. But it goes I just had way. a thought. And I want your thought on it, too. So I think between, so on Married at First Sight, they get married at first sight, right? Never met. And then they <laughs> have 60 days together. And in a, at mm-hmm. the end of that 60 days, they get they can get an annulment. So it, it literally mm-hmm. wipes it as if it truly never happened, right? Yeah. Bachelor, you're with someone for six weeks. And at the end, you are kind of expected to, if you make it to the end, be proposed to or, or get engaged. Mm-hmm. I kind of think that I would rather be married at first sight and just like be like date them for 60 days and be like, I don't know that I want to do this and get a no. I'm being serious because I don't know that I, I don't know that I would want six weeks of barely getting to actually date someone to then lead to an engagement. That's true though. And that's true because it's not like six weeks. Wait, wait, but think about it. So with, with the marriage, you literally get it annulled. It literally never happened with this. You're engaged and the world is staring at you being like, this better work, right? I don't know. I, like, part Which of me would you is do? like, I would rather the bachelor, okay. bachelorette, whatever, just because, like, uh, engagement isn't a wedding. Yeah, but like, an to me, a wedding but an anul- is so But an annulment special. is just over, you know? But the moment still happened. Yeah. Like, the moment of the wedding still happened, regardless of if you, like, unsign oh, a if paper. if it worked, it's, like, the most romantic wedding ever because you met and you knew you is loved it? it. They, See, the I thing mean, is on Married at First Sight, I think Married at First Sight actually has more success with couples than the Bachelor franchise. And, I, once again, I don't have, on, I don't have the on stats. Purpose. But probably on purpose. Yeah. I, I I really could see the the stats being higher on their end, but... um. Well, we should get back into this, but they get engaged <laughs> before we get, although the, the, the sequencing of this episode once again makes zero sense because we see the engagement happen and then they put Katie, first of all, the audience has also watched the engagement. They're watching this episode live. Then they make Katie sit down with Greg. I'm like, why the fuck did we not do this at least at the top of this episode? Or something. It was just like... You could have easily edited that. Right. It's just like... It was just so distasteful to me. Like, And the fact that like Blake has to like sit back... And I don't even like Blake. But I'm like... The fact that Blake has to sit back there and watch her... Like spill her heart out again to this fuckboy. Rehash the same conversation to this like... I don't even know. It, it, I just thought it was really distasteful. And like... I thought the sequencing of it was really bizarre and you can tell that she still would fuck Greg. Of course she's still in love with him. Would fuck him, would kiss him, would date she him. She wouldn't be that mad. There she has... wouldn't be that mad if she was happy in the, her choice, I think. No. The problem is I okay, two things. First thing, I agree with you. Second thing is so there's more than two things. Second thing is I think it's like there's no fucking way you can get over someone that fast. Whether she was like the second he walked out, the second my feelings left too. That's like physically not possible. Like, I mean, 
I still think about people I met like on a romantic evening when I was in Prague. I still tell this story about this man that I saw first sight thought I was like, I would still if I met him today, I would still think that I was like in love with him. Yeah. So like and that happened seven years ago. Like, of course, she's like literally going to never get over this. Just because there's great loves and that's a Sex and the City reference a little bit, but right. like no, there is. you it's have true. these great, you have these great loves that will never go away, and especially within what uh, three months, six weeks from whenever this was filmed. Yeah. So they, <laughs> I don't even really want to get into it, but they they essentially just fight and bicker and like over the same. And thing. she just says she it's clear she's been reading the blogs too much because she's like, you, you're an actor and all this stuff. And it, it just was like, it, what, what are we doing here? Um, then Blake, Blake Making comes TV. out and then we Blake, they're very happy. And then Blake has this like kind of cute, kind of like not uh, cheesy uh, St. Elmo's fire, hold the boom box above your head moment with the whole audience stands up with boom boxes and they dance to the song they danced to on the first date. And that's the end. But yeah, I mean, there, there is one more thing we need to talk about. Ride. Any well, first okay. of all, any final thoughts? I'm excited for Michelle's season. That's my final okay. thought. The episode wrapped though on something, and that was an explosive, explosive VIP trailer. Did you not want? Did you not fucking see it? Of course I watched the Bachelor in Paradise trailer. I watched it twice. It was banana. This is going to be an incredible season. So if you have made it to the end of this episode of Dumpster Dive Podcast, which might soon be named Watch What Happens Dive, um, <laughs> I, I implore you to tune in to BIP. Mm. It is the reason for the season. kiss reality television it is messy it is horny it is hot Mm. Mm -hmm. it is drama filled baby and i am so ready we're getting some characters that i did not i didn't i don't think i knew that demi was coming back i didn't either and then i was like really shocked by yeah and then we had heard rumblings that becca was coming back which yeah work because she once again take your paycheck and work because you were married to a fucking all lives matter white supremacist. So, and she did the absolute best thing and Correct got the thing. fuck out of there after, after George Floyd. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Becca Kerfin was a bachelorette and she got with this guy and I didn't watch that season, but, um, I didn't either. But after the murdering of George, George Floyd in June of 2020 or, uh, in the of 2020, um, it kind of like she kind of started to put two and two together. The world on the front facing. I'm sure there were things happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Started to put two and two together that he was very, very pro police, very anti BLM. Which, by the way, if you are is racist. If you are yeah an anti BLM person listening to this podcast, just know that that's this is not a safe space for you because that is inherently racist. Okay, but she did the fucking best thing and got the fuck out of that relationship and didn't, didn't even try to work on it um and work, i'm kind honestly. of like yes you deserve to be with a man that and you know what i hope she's fucking with some a non-white person too to be like look how much my how much more joy is in my life now that i don't i'm not associating myself with awful uh white men yep so happy to see her on Demi's a twist and Demi looks like she's fucking everybody good for her work I hope there's some um, bisexuality that we see this season yeah I wonder because so for those that know Demi was on the previous season of Bachelor in Paradise which was two years ago because of COVID and she uh, her girlfriend who was it's kind of a weird kind of unprecedented moment in be in bachelor history. Yeah. Uh, and that is that, um, Kristen, yeah, her girlfriend, a girl that she had been kind of talking to from LA got to come to BIP and be her partner there, which was awesome, but kind of weird because she was not in the bachelor fandom. Nation. But yeah. 
I hope she comes on. She's not. She's in a very, very serious relationship. Happy for them. <laughs> <laughs> like so serious. They live in like of a little. you know what um, Kristen is doing. Yeah, because I'm psycho. They live in like a little airstream. Uh, um, her, <laughs> her, what? I'm just laughing. I did. I had. There's no way her I would have part- ever expected that you kept up with Kristen. <laughs> her partner is Taylor. I can't remember her last name, but she is a influencer and actress, I think. Uh, if you. Yeah. I wish them well. Um, I really do, too, because honestly, they're doing fucking great. Yeah. No, I, I really do wish them well. Uh, and yeah, that we're covering that next week, which we have uh, two really exciting guests on. Um, they are uh, old friends of mine, old coworkers of mine. Um, and so they will be on next week. Uh, I'll let you I'll just leave you with that. Um, and, uh, that's kind of the end of our coverage of the bachelorette. Uh, I don't know that I had, had a good time. Should we pat ourselves on the back for making it this far? (laughs) No. Cause I don't feel good. (laughs) I I don't. Watching it last night. (laughs) Watching. (laughs) I wish we had backed out and just like covered something else. Like after like Michael left. After Michael left, it went to shit because Michael should have won. Ugh. Michael, I hope he's the bachelor. Um, we made it. I don't feel good watching it last night. I actually felt like the first time I feel like this was a job. <laughs> I, you, you didn't watch it. You listened to it and you clearly. Did. No, I watched two hours. I watched the first two hours of it and then watched snippets of the last hour. Okay. Well, congrats to all that watched it. Congrats. <laughs> For listening to this nonsense recap if you didn't watch it and uh, you can follow me at the tom hamlet on instagram you can follow kicks <laughs> at kicks hamlet that's spelled c-i-x yes in the podcast dumpster dive pod on instagram twitter we just launched our twitter which is two dumpster divas patreon there's a lot happening there we've got a lot going on so follow the instagram all the information is there and um everyone have a fantastic rest of your morning day evening night and uh say bye bye toodles